Hey, we'll welcome back Ryan, our new guest for this week. Hi. Cheers, lads. <laughs> How are you, mate? Do you want to introduce yourself and let everyone know who you are? <laughs> Been a while. So <laughs> introduce yourself, not your sex life. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been around your house, that's for sure. Right, well, I checked the I've I checked the voicemail machine. Nothing. So cheers. Oh. Thanks everyone. That's because uh, Ryan literally... is giving out stickers like <laughs> I don't know what you know. It's, it's not it's not enticing people. In. Go, oh, who the fuck wants a sticker? Just just email us. I'll we'll send you one. No retweets or anything. Bribing, supposed to be bribing people with them, Ryan. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> How the fuck am I meant to bribe them with a twenty six pence piece of fucking plastic? Well, <laughs> they did they did quite a lot to get a twenty five pence piece of card. <laughs> They've got a lot of some some gone to Brazil. Oh, You've fuck's got to engage. In Brazil. You've got to engage with the community, yeah. Ryan. You know, give them an incentive to want to listen to. Well, I tell you what, Christian's the PR manager. He can uh, he can entice them in like he entices dogs into the back garden. I'm obsessed. <laughs> what with sausages <laughs> and slabs of meat? Oh, dog in heat. Forty slab of meat on the side. Oh no, <laughs> that's not a pretty sight. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> so, interestingly, Christian, you were saying a minute ago that you've been sending those coasters out just for second-class stamps. Yeah, it's amazing. I think one of them hasn't arrived. Um, and that, I think that was, I can't remember what now, Scott McNeil, it was. Oh, um, he said he's, he's, he's never arrived, uh, but I think he's having me on. I think he's been giving them out to his mates and stuff. So <laughs> I've, I've held back sending another one out just until I sort of get confirmation that he hasn't passed it round. Um, but I sent Did a tweet out to Donald Trump the other day just to keep your eye out for these, these beer mats. They're, they're worth quite a lot of money. Did you put enough stamps on the uh, letter to Scott McNeil? Or did you just put... Yeah. What did you do? Second what did class. you send it? With <laughs> second second class. One stamp. <laughs> one stamp, yeah. How is it going to get from the UK to America on a single second-class stamp? It just travels economy, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but that's not the idea, is it? You've got to pay more money for it to go by airmail. To be fair, there's a shed load of planes flying about in the sky at the moment with nobody on. They could just put a sack of second-class envelopes in a seat and off it goes. That's not how it works. Second-class went to Brazil. Argentina, wherever else I've sent them, all over the fair, world. That is I'm impressive. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I sent one to Australia. Although I don't know if it ended so, up so there. So what you're telling us? I've got there because I'm looking at the Royal Mail there. One letter to go to World Zone One and Two, which includes mm. the United States, is one pound forty-two. Right? You send the second <laughs> class stamp, which is the equivalent of what sixty-six pence. You're going to get you to Middlesbrough. So why are they arriving? We're getting tweets with pictures of people no, with not. them. I'm not going. I'm not saying here. Yeah, I've only got a second class stamp, right? I'll send you a picture and just Photoshop it in, and you know <laughs> we won't say all about it if it gets there. It gets there. Tyrone Yorkshireman strikes again. So Scott McNeil, <laughs> the reason you haven't got your that. beer mat is because Christian is a tight ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
basically. <laughs> even how the hell did you even think that would even work? I mean, stamps are just for the UK and second Postman class to get you from. Postman picked them up and was like, "Fuck's sake, Christian again." <laughs> no, there's, there's an agreement. There's an agreement between countries that they will honour the originating country's postage. That's a what? fact. It's also no, There is no, there is, but I got to be. If someone sends me America, a letter from America and they just put their own local stamp on it, that yeah. it's going to come to me because they're going to be, it's going to be honoured. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, you yeah, scratch my back, I scratch yours instead of going, oh, fuck lifter. off, I don't trust any of those American stamps, you can piss right off. They go, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got everyone one for you, yeah. Everyone would do this, an issue. They do. Why does anyone pay full price? In the UK, if you're saying that someone in the in Mogadishu could send a letter for the equivalent of like what? Two pence to someone here, and Royal Mail would honour it. Yeah. So you can send a letter from halfway across the world for two pence. Do you know who we should ask about sending letters to America? Who? The Proclaimers. <laughs> Why? <laughs> they what? <laughs> you can they write something. It's the best. No, that's, five, that's more than 500 miles. <laughs> I hope everyone understands who the proclaimers are. Otherwise, this joke has just been that, mixed. They're, they're, quite big, they're quite big in America, aren't they? Are they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, are they? Christian's just decided that. He's uh, I love it. it right, right so if, if, you, if you're expecting to get a beer, Matt, and you haven't got one, that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on right. I'm on the Royal, Royal Mail website now, right? And it says nothing really. What, so you don't have to send. A, you don't have to put a stamp on it. You just have to post the letter. Is that what you're saying? It says one pound forty-two, right? But, uh, <laughs> what they, they haven't sent it back, have they? And anyway, what you want to send letters for free, right? You put. How the fuck are they meant to send on... it back? You didn't put an address to send it back to. <laughs> no, I, I did. Did you? That's that's how you get things posted free. So you know you got the return to address on the back. On on the return to address, right? You put the destination, and on the front you put your own address, and you post it, and they'll go, "Oh fucking hell, this guy ain't paying enough postage. Let's send it back to Mogadishu or whatever." You're talking about. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it works. Beat did the system. Put, did you put S? Did you put Swalk S W A L K on the envelope on the back? Sealed with a loving kiss. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, you never used to do that. They, they don't let you do that now because coronavirus it lasts long and paper. <laughs> it's pretty much international biological Christian, welfare. How much, Christian, how much does it cost to uh, produce a beer mat? To produce one? <laughs> or to pay for one to get... How much does it cost you? Uh, how much does it cost us? For... for, for for, us. for one beer mat? Yeah, <laughs> what, <laughs> you then? You bought them. Um, I think last, last time I, I bought... 50 for 30 quid. How much is it for one? 60p or something, I don't know. Do the maths. And how much does it cost to send to America? £1.40? So we're out of pocket when we... (laughs) Second class stamp. How much is a second class stamp? 60 pence. 60 pence. (laughs) (laughs) So we're not even breaking even. (laughs) We don't earn any money. We don't make any money. We we get absolutely nothing for this. Christian, are you you thinking that stamps work like quality of service? Just like best effort. Uh, if, you, if you put a second yeah, cat yeah, stamp on it, it's just like best effort. When it gets there, it gets there. That's TCP. <laughs> it gets sent, right? And if it there's a handshake it, it in between, sent, is there? It, it gets sent back, doesn't it? It's like a knack. 
but the postman's the one saying they're knackered and sending your packet back. No, that's not how TCP works. No, it's it's more TCP like than UDP because UDP you just throw it and go fucking hell it's gonna go there the wind's caught it off it goes. That's exactly what you've done with the second class stamp. <laughs> so we apologise for anyone who's expecting to receive a beer mat and have been waiting for the past six to eight weeks. I've sent thirty <laughs> in the post. <laughs> and only two of them arrived. I was going to say we, we've only seen about four of them on Twitter. So that's <laughs> we want people to let us know. To be fair. If they're, if they're expecting oh, a bit if they haven't received one. Here's oh, me, going to the post office, working out, sending all these letters to fucking Sweden and God knows where else. <laughs> and it actually costs more than the actual stickers cost. Uh, to be honest, I, I, I think the Royal Mail website's wrong because if you look at it, the world not, zone how one How can it two. possibly be wrong? They set the prices. <laughs> they are the, the people who control them. They're not just going to well, say, Actually, it is 67 pence, but what we'll do is we'll write it on the website saying, nah, it's fucking £1.42. It doesn't happen, mate. It doesn't happen. Yeah, maybe they put the prices up recently. That might be how much the second Bollocks. cost. Bollocks. Bollocks. <laughs> Freaking clue. Uh, oh, this is gold. This is so much better than talking about what genuinely something else. Do you know that? So when you so you haven't sent any of your stickers out yet, is that because it's going to cost you one pound forty two per sticker? You know, it'd have been easier and cheaper for you to buy one sticker on the website and put in the destination address where you want it to go to, and get it sent there. Then you buying them all, receiving them, then shipping them for one pound forty two per sticker. Well, I'm and I'm the daft one for using second class. It works. I'm, I'm really surprised you haven't put like six mats in an envelope, send them to someone central in emergency. Can you please send them on to this person, that person, and this person, please? Much. That's a good idea. But where's central in New York? Everywhere's just sort of yeah. west of New York, isn't it? So. Well, there's nothing in the middle, is there? New York. It's, it's like New York on one end, and then California on the other end, and then there's just void in the middle, isn't there, in America? It's like Australia. Yeah. you got <laughs> Perth, sand. Sydney, and Melbourne, and that's it. And everything in the middle is just wasteland. Just a desert. Yeah. Full of crocodiles. <laughs> desert full of crocodiles. There are alligators in deserts, I think. There's some desert alligator or something. I think we are straying well out of our area of expertise here, guys. <laughs> that is, that, that'll be, just to get back on track, um, that'll be why it's... there's so many uh, wisps in America and uh, in Australia, won't it? Because nobody can be asked running fibre across... Across the alligator-infested desert. <laughs> so they just put up a tower. It's all flat. I mean, there's no hills in Florida. I think like the highest hill is like ten meters, isn't it? So probably get point to point straight across. That's probably why you can send to America a second class because you know you don't have to get out of. You don't have to lower gear from fifth gear, although they're all automatic. You can just cruise quite easily. You'd have to struggle getting up hills or anything like that. Do you? you just so. want to stop talking now. It's well, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the most technical content we've had yet. Uh, About the postage. I love it. So if anyone, if anyone's struggling to send any royal mail, you know what is? This is why the United States Postal Service is fucked because they've got loads of these second-class stamps just fucking. <laughs> 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 the system. <laughs> so Trump's been campaigning. They want a voting system. 
<laughs> wireless podcast beer mats have slowed down the whole electoral system. That's why, in that's the why US. they've collected all the like the post boxes up and stuff like that, isn't it? It's like the fucking another one full of beer mats. Let's get, <laughs> let's get it in. We're all going back to bloody Birkenshire. Oh. What's happening now is Vladimir Putin is sitting there going, So, what I've got to do is send loads of postage in second class <laughs> to break America. He's a bit Georgian, isn't he? Oh, Vladimir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lord, that's the that most post. Count Dracula sounding <laughs> Vladimir Putin I've ever heard. Uh, all he has to do is put his um, put his poison inside of an envelope wrapped inside of a beer mat, put a couple of second class stamps on, send it to America, and that's it. Finished. Just just one second class stamp, apparently, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if, if, if you just wrote a letter and sent it to the White House, the USA, do you think it would go? No. It, it, it would do, yeah. Of course, it fucking would. Like, no, there's only one White House. On the return address, your name's kind of like you know, you White see, House. You see it in the news, like where, where some old man's met like it's it, his love of his life seventy years ago in some little town in the middle of nowhere, and he's put, oh, it's just down road from post office on left hand side. Uh, I think it's near Somerset, and then postman will find where it fucking lives. Happened <laughs> loads of times. My right, so my house doesn't have a number; it just has a name. And it's no, you've given it a name and you've forgotten its number. Because it's quite a long, because <laughs> it's quite a long road, and so you like we get stuff for cedars all the time, which is just not our house. But I don't that, know where like cedars is. That, that's like a Kickstarter website, isn't it? Something like that. Cedars. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Christian's disappeared again. Oh yeah, he's loving it, isn't he? He's cheap Chinese webcams keep cutting out. I'm just going to blame the fact that he's running Big Sur on his only machine. Big Sur. Big Sur. Sir. That's big how Sir. That's how we say it. Big Sur. Oh, Big Sur. All right, mate. All right, my <laughs> lover. How's it going? He's running big Mac OS Big Sur, isn't he? <laughs> That's what my is, best what is Big Sur? Accent. It's the new Mac OS, but he's running the beta version. Why haven't they released the kind of charlie version then charlie version what the one you see on a friday night in the toilet <laughs> i tell you what that's a very good point you know drug dealers revenues must be down oh. down a lot since yeah. boris said that pubs have to close at 10 o'clock do you think that's why he's done it that's his like tough on crime stance he's <laughs> all, I'm sick all of... drugs happen after 10 o'clock so <laughs> if we close the pubs <laughs> must be speaking from experience <laughs> tough on crime, even tougher on COVID. <laughs> Basically, yeah, isn't it? What um have you have you all downloaded the app? Have you got the new NHS app? I have. What what threat level are you? <laughs> I'm in the northeast, it's at the highest risk. Any any thirty one area risk level is high. Uh, I'm not on it. I don't have it. Well, you are the weak link. You're the reason why the whole country is going to fall apart, Alan, because you're selfish. And you I agree with <laughs> selfish. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just rebellious, and I'm not going to conform. And I'm anti-establishment. And so, no, 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 no. I mean, to be fair, the the woman who's in charge, Dido, she lives around the corner from me, right? She's she what? She died. She... No, her name's Dido. Oh, right. <laughs> right. She lives around the corner from me, but 
she was the woman who was in charge of T-Mobile when they had that massive data breach. So I'm not sure she's the woman you want to be giving all your data to, including your location, all that kind of stuff. Is that allowed on an Apple device then? Because remember that chit chat we had with Mr. Vaja and we were talking about how, you know, a trillion dollar company like Apple are just being complete dicks because they're not allowed uh, giving you access to the... Um, the well, it's all, it's all anonymized. It? That's the difference. Yep. So the, the original how? app... How? Yeah. Because it just the data just lives on your device. It doesn't get it doesn't sent ask, back to a central server. It doesn't even ask who you are. Don't Dan do that again. Look at your little IR sensor. Yeah, it's because it's trying yeah. to scan my face. See, we can see it in there. Does it do it for me? There. Look at it. Oh wow! Look at that. Because you're it's an like, ugly bastard. It's like it's like magically beam forming on your screen. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah. It's a shame no fucking else can. No, it's not working anymore. <laughs> oh, it's broken. There you go. Oh, look at that. That's like, wop, 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 wop. that's a great gimmick. What else can it do? <laughs> uh, well, it's got cameras on the back. In fact, I've just bought, I've just bought some like decent cameras that I can like actual big lenses that I can put on my oh, cameras. Is that on from the, the back. Gadgeon Dragon's Den? Uh, no, I bought it from America. So they're called Moment lenses. Oh, there's a, there's a guy that was on Dragon's Den that had those where you can put different like fish eye lenses and stuff like that on camera. yeah so i i bought a 52 mil lens so that will give me depth of field and i've bought an anamorphic lens which basically gives you the what? cinematic are there special ones for your phone though because I've, i i had a microscope for mine but it's got two cameras so you've got to move it to different places and all sorts of stuff and mess around with it uh no, so you can get a case where it will it will just sit on top of either the wide angle lens or the telephoto lens. Um, but I've also just got like a clip, so I can just clip the hmm. clip it on the on the outside of the phone. If, I find when the light level changes, it changes camera. Um, but it'll either flick off to the magnifying glass or whatever. What? Yeah, what when the light. What if it goes into light, low light mode? Yeah, light mode, whatever it's called. Like from one camera to the other. So it only uses one at a time, doesn't it? Yeah, but it should only change if you zoom in or out. Because you know you've got the three zoom settings. You've got the 0.5, the 1, the 2. Yeah. That's the three yeah. different cameras. It changes in different light levels. Obviously, mine's more advanced than yours. Random, yeah. yeah. Anyway... I'm to a good old-fashioned fisheye. 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 I used to have fisheye lenses on, like, uh, Sony cameras and things like that when I used to do skate videos growing up. And a, f a friend of mine uh, was like, hey, mate, don't worry, I'll, I'll film your wedding because I've got this nice camera because we use it for skating and all this kind of stuff. So he Yeah, it looked really round. Yeah, so he filmed their entire wedding with a fisheye lens. <laughs> <laughs> just completely ruined their wedding video. <laughs> Your wedding? No, no, no. It was just a. It was like two mutual friends. So oh. one of the friends was getting married, and then the other one was like, "Hey, I'll film it for you. You know, I've got a camera. Save, save some, save some cash. I'll film it." But he filmed the whole thing with a fisheye lens on. <laughs> just completely ruined all of their memories. So, Robbie, if you're listening, good work. Does, does anyone actually watch wedding videos? Because we, we didn't have our wedding filmed. Uh, 
I mean, I've got, I've got hours. Not, and not the not the night of the not the night after the <laughs> wedding. You, you might have that. That would be something to watch. Nah, that would have only been about uh, one minute forty seconds long for Dan. <laughs> if that is that does that seconds include, longer than you, Ryan? I'm just saying. Does that include getting undressed and crying? <laughs> that's in rewind too. <laughs> one minute forty, that's fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's all good. No, I, I've I've got our wedding video, but I've got it as um like obviously originally it was on tape or whatever. And then I've got it on DVD and now I've got it in Dropbox. <laughs> so I'm like backed up now. Do you do you not you so you don't have a video of your wedding at all, just photos? Yeah, just photos. Not married. Not married. So about like Batman then. Oh, not married. Not married. I've got a few, I've got a few videos of all my weddings. <laughs> of all your weddings. <laughs> How many wives have you got, Al? Um, I'm counting at the minute eight. I'd, I'd imagine the missus is out the house, which so I can't hear this and batty you melting. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. This is my bravado. I'm allowed to say this stuff. Be, no, Lev, you're the only one for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you could hear me through the floor upstairs. <laughs> I can hear your balls oh. rescinding into your body. You're that scared at the moment. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> no, that's, that's when he starts hearing <laughs> footsteps. That happens when you get married. The moment you say I do, that's when your balls rescind into your body and just disappear. <laughs> Isn't that what happens? Well, Ryan won't know because he's not married. <laughs> that's why he's Buster Gonard, isn't he? <laughs> he goes around with a wheelbarrow <laughs> to carry all that extra weight. <laughs> if anyone who doesn't know Buster Gonard is, he's a Viz character from the 90s. Well, he's probably still going, to be fair. When was the last time you got reckon? Viz? I don't, I don't think he is, mate. <laughs> you know, was, it was one of the things that he used to kind of buy as a kid. I remember reading the visit at school and thinking, oh, yeah, cool. Cause it's got like swear words in it. And it was like the Beano, the adult version of the Beano. Viz is still going. I love Viz. Is it? Is it, is it still going? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Oh, it's online, classic. a lot of it now, but... Yeah. Um, I'll have to check that out. Fair play. I, I, I just assumed been... it died. They you brought out, an, the they brought out a computer game. They brought out the computer game, the Viz computer right, game. Right, hi, Viz. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was an Illumina's green case, but no, but they, they brought they brought it out. I don't know, you played it on the Commodore 64 or, I don't know, the Atari ST I, or whatever I, it is. I missed that. And it, was, and it was racing, and you, you could choose characters, and yeah, Buster Gonard, you could you would run across this farmyard with him in a wheelbarrow running a race, <laughs> carrying his massive <laughs> testicles. Oh, it's hilarious. It was like, it was true. Yeah, that's good. Know? things you kind of play when you're under the age of 15 of massive bollocks i've just read well i haven't just realized but like my dog has (laughs) just realized you've got them (laughs) my dog has got absolutely massive knackers they're fucking huge like when he's (laughs) he's is that just a boast (laughs) (laughs) well it's like it's like he knows he's got big balls and he wants to show you does he twerk? It's like he comes up, like you know, like rocks up to the city, jumps on, like pushes me out the way, and just sits there, like, just <laughs> with his nuts uh, out, <laughs> cock and bollocks hanging out, just like have a look at that, son. 
But does he know how to scratch them? That's the important question. Oh, I bet Ryan does it for him, doesn't he? <laughs> do you know Lame who is back there, like flopping around, both of them? Oh, you know what to do, Ryan. He gives, <laughs> he gives us a slap with these paw. Hey, get them scratched. Come on, get them scratched. He's a he's a proper bloke, the dog. Like he really is. <laughs> he's not. He's a dog. He's oh. not a proper bloke, is he? Really, let's be honest. Um. So, Chris, did I did I hear you're isolating now? Um, in four weeks when we get this podcast out, no? All oh, right, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> by the time Alan's edited the podcast and we put it out, you'll be free again. Yeah, no, as of <laughs> as of today, I'm, I'm isolating. Nice. How, how come? What was what? What my, happened? My, son, my son's got a cough. Yeah. You know, <laughs> It happens this time of year. Every uh, every kid in the country gets a cough. Is it um, a tickly cough or a chesty cough or a nasty cough? A continuous cough. I don't know. It's just a cough. I don't know that. I don't it's know fine. Him. It's happy. I have a chesty cough. <laughs> <laughs> I have a chesty cough. <laughs> the Russian. Yeah. So, but do you not just have to go and get him tested? Yeah, but it takes 24... She said it will be with you within 24 to 48 hours. I don't know whether that means within 48 hours or the period between 24 and 48. And I don't know if it's working um, hours or not. Is that is that COVID or the test results you're talking about? No, that's just the test, is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said like... Oh, I thought we were talking about COVID would be with him in like 24, 48 hours. Well, to be honest with you, we, we have to go into Dewsbury, which... Uh, is probably ground zero for COVID. Right. That's probably where it originated. They don't eat bats, they eat like all sorts of other shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um I, I did I did panic a bit because we had to go we had to go get a test. It was quite easy getting a test actually. Um just went on the website and said read a test and booked in at three thirty. Went for one. Oh so you've Got done my... the test? Yeah my son has we haven't had to have oh, one. Fine. Um uh but I got home and realised I didn't have any alcohol. And it's like a what is it a ten thousand pound fine if you break your self isolation? Yeah. yeah, why not ten thousand? Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's worth the risk. Um, just went on Amazon Prime, got a bottle of rum, bottle of vodka delivered. Two hours later, how how do they know? It's impressive. How do they know you broke isolation? How could we circumvent? How can how can I be rebellious even further? Give me some text um, question. I'll fucking glass well, you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not even allowed to go for a jog anymore, which is an absolute nightmare. Really upset that I'm not allowed to jog. Oh. I've only been doing it a week, and I've got to stop already. <laughs> jog Shame. on. Mm. Uh, oh. they've, they've they've got trackers now. At Alan, I think you were talking about it before. My uh, headset started working, but everyone's got a tracker in the phone, and it's anonymous, so you don't have to worry about it. Liar! You're scaring me. That's not true. Anonymous. Do I know the um? I know the listeners can't see, but I have just attached two photos to our chat. Um, I can see it. <laughs> the weird thing is, I think I already have one of those photos. <laughs> You've got a picture of my dog's bollocks on your phone. <laughs> yeah, because you sent it to me. What sort of dog nonce are you? <laughs> I think I think you were trying. trying I think you were trying. You were trying to set up Duke and Tilly, weren't you? No, oh, he's he's uh, he's he's well he's well sorted on that front. I think like. <laughs> Is he the one that's been kind of like doing your skirting board and uh, the DIY stuff around your house? Yeah, he's a, big, he's a bigger man than me. 
<laughs> he looks like he owns the place, doesn't he? Let's be he does. <laughs> Sat on the sofa is, is if to say, Ryan, go get me a beer, bitch. I'm doing a podcast later. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he sits on the set. He sits like a proper bloke. Is he? Lad. So, Alan, what are you drinking? Oh, I've got a glorious IPA. Do you want to know what it's called? Glorious IPA. <laughs> it's called a glorious IPA. And Why do you know where I got this from? Yeah, got this from. I didn't get it from anyone. My wife got it for me. Um, and wife number one got it for me from. Um, the, is that the, in rating or in order? Yeah. <laughs> is that chronological uh, or rating? Uh, well, one being the lowest or the highest. <laughs> uh, you tell us. Um, no, I'm not brave enough. <laughs> if I was Ryan's dog, I would. <laughs> but I've got no. My balls aren't as big as his. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually well, going to have to tweet I'm amazed I've still got mine um, yeah, You won't do for long after Gloucester, that, Glo- I actually got the, from the Gloucester services believe it or not oh, nice. apparently it's a very popular place to go to these uh, Gloucester lovely. services for, I went there today just for a meal or just for a kind of trip honestly it's the weirdest thing in the world It's the, the Gloucester services aren't like your typical services are they really it's kind of very much farmy kind of counters like you would go in Greg's, for example, right? Mm-hmm. So it's very much like that. Very much, you know, fresh eggs and. I, I, I do find places are a lot busier these days. Everywhere seems to be queuing out the door. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God! God. You are terrible. <laughs> and, and oh, that I've also got. Fun. I've also got. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> and I've also got the weirdest beer I've ever. F- had the fortune to to find look at the name of this it's I called can't see it all right my garden <laughs> of forking paths <laughs> <laughs> who names their beer this um i have no idea so it's um i don't know who it's brewed by it's 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 actually phoenix ryan i got this from in town phoenix yeah so phoenix is a big ass department store in the castle so i was up there um the other week and uh, they got this nice kind of, I don't know, eatery kind of off-license section. I and they do that's some... too expensive in there. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice. You can go in there and you can just get a nice selection of gins and stuff. And they had these weird beers. And I was like, oh, this looks good. My Garden of Forking Paths. Six blend saison is what it says. So I'm going to open it in a minute and it's probably going to taste awful. Um, nice. There you go. Lovely. Yeah. Ryan, what, what have you got? Uh, tonight I have some gin and a coffee. Gin? What gin? Um, some crap that the missus had in the fridge. <laughs> but I've, she keep gin I've, in the fridge? I don't know, she just keeps it in the fridge. I don't fucking know, I don't ask. And is the gin in the coffee? <laughs> Who keeps gin in the fridge? My missus. To be say, to, you know, just to say as well, I've gone, you know, traditional and I've made it with lemonade rather than tonic water. Just okay, so you are just you are just butchering gin, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Prefer it with lemonade than tonic water. Fair play. Ugh. Is that because it's sweeter, sweet. or don't like the bitterness oh. of a tonic? Don't know. Tonic is fucking disgusting. Nobody in the right mind likes tonic. I love a tonic. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fever Tree Mediterranean Tonic. Oh, no, you think you think you look Tarquin's Blue. Oh, refreshingly light. Suits you, sir. Oh, oh, oh. What's that from? Is that Harry Enfield? Oh. I don't know, but the way you're Italian doing that right now on that oh. microphone of yours is just not doing it for me. <laughs> oh, suit you, sir. Oh, it is Harry Enfield. Love it. So, Chris, you've you've got your rum that you got um, off Amazon. I, I'm impressed that in two hours it got to you. I can't do that here. Yeah, because you live in the third world. But, you know, if you live in the centre of civilization, that is Yorkshire, you can get Amazon delivered within two hours. Um, is so, that for anything? Yeah. Or is that just for... It's, like, it's Amazon and Morrison's. It's not everything on Amazon. I can't order like, oh. some, like... So it's just Morrison's? No, it's Amazon and Morrison's. There's two. <laughs> okay. Fair play. But it's, it it's not Am- the full... Am- Amazon Amazon, Amazon. Prime. Amazon, Amazon Prime. I'm impressed. Hmm. Colour me impressed. I can also get uh, somebody on Uber Eats to go through the corner shop for me. But they, they put the prices up. It's fucking ridiculous. It was like 30 quid for a bottle of uh, Sailor Jerry's. It's double the price. And then you've got to pay eight quid delivery. So I'm yeah. not, not doing that. I definitely can't get like an Uber Eats or a Just Eat or anything like that out here. I've got, I've got one takeaway, and that is the curry house at the end of the road. Don't need nothing more. Chicken McDonald's. Exactly. More I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> got everything I need. It's a beautiful curry as well. Right, I'm um I'm just drinking Peroni tonight. Do you like a Peroni? Two for four pounds. So bargain at up the co-op. Beauty. They do have some, they do have some good up deals. The co-op. Up the co-op. Go on up the co-op. Love it. Right, so what do you want to talk about today? I was kind of hoping good. You were going to right, thanks. To be honest. <laughs> thanks for coming. Thanks for listening, everyone. Short episode this week. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should really end it there. That would be brilliant because then people will be like getting ready for their long drive somewhere, thinking, yeah. "Great, an hour of these guys. It'd be amazing content." And then we just end it now, and they're like, "Shit, I've got no one else prepared." No, but it, it still needs to last two hours, but just like two hours of silence. <laughs> you mean yeah. what you and your yeah, missus do leave. afterwards? <laughs> That's during. <laughs> I usually go to sleep afterwards, so yeah, other than her snoring. <laughs> She's normally asleep before you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> She's asleep during. <laughs> so, we're getting at <laughs> Chris, Ryan, you've both got new screens, haven't you, at home? We have. Mm. How are they? What have you got? I, my screen's bigger than Christian's screen. It's not how big it is. It's what you do with it. I, I use it. Or mine. <laughs> <laughs> Come on then. Tell us about uh, them. What, have, mine, you got, what uh, have you gone for? Mine were two refurbished 20-something inch screens off uh, eBay for £120, including a stand. For two they screens? Are, yeah, yes, sir. But must be good. did you pay for first-class postage or second-class postage? 
<laughs> he went and collected, didn't he? Look at him. Look at him. He's getting itchy. <laughs> he flew all the way to China to pick them up because he thought it was not from China. Buying, not from China. First class stamp. No, 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 no. They're from Manchester. Could Could you Manchester. imagine though, if you know your thing about second class stamps? If the, when you bought that, the guy who wanted to do international shipping just thought, ah, sod it, I'll just put a second class stamp on it. It'll get there eventually, and then never turns it's- up. You'd be absolutely raging, wouldn't you? Well, no, because he, he bears responsibility until it's delivered and signed over to me, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> All these people... If anything, second class messages. is brilliant, because if it does arrive, I just say, sorry, mate, I didn't sign for it, it's received it, send me another. I'll get four screens. <laughs> You're such a pikey, it's unbelievable. That's, what's, that's what Scott McNeil's doing now with his bloody beer, Matsy. Keep saying yeah, because things. you sent Keep him sending beer, him with second class you, stamps, you, you fell in. One second class stamp, which doesn't <laughs> cover the postage. Back. I sent him about 40. To the United States. Yeah, he sent Second one class stamp to... doesn't get you to the United States. <laughs> to well, send someone to the United States, you need at least three first class stamps, I believe. And you're treating him like he's a second class citizen. I mean, he's 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 one of our hooting, shooting, tooting listeners, isn't he? <laughs> well, if you're wondering, Scott, why you've never received anything at all, it's because Christian doesn't put the right postage on. He also, he also didn't get his stickers like you sent him. I didn't send him any, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, but you on the other me. hand, right? It, you, you send out your stickers and everything, but you send them out four weeks after you received them. I've been busy, man. How many stickers have you got left to send? Thousands. No. Uh... 18, 18 boxes of them still. Ooh, we, need, ball, we, need, we need to start putting this stuff on YouTube so that people can see he's literally now just trying to find where he's put all the stickers <laughs> on his desk. Um, about his socks. I've got about 30 left, maybe. Oh, nice. Out of how many? I'm... 35. <laughs> you yeah, did you, did you see Alan getting a bit upset when he thought that you I sent out two uh, to beer mats to somebody? I did. I sent them to the Wi-Fi fairies. Yeah, yeah, and you were, oh, I only got one beer, Matt. I only got one beer, Matt. The fucking stickers, Alan, calm down. <laughs> he, he didn't get any stickers because he never sent me his fucking address, did he? I don't want stickers. What am I going to do with these stickers? They're naff. I've got one on my laptop. Put them on my laptop. So I don't have to see you. That's what you want to do. <laughs> why, with them. why are we lowering ourselves to stickers? Why not? We, we need to do something different, and that is start selling hoodies and hats and t shirts because no one else is doing that, are they? <laughs> Who. Who's going to want to buy a wireless podcast hoodie? Me. I will. <laughs> okay. I'll I was actually thinking, just get a sticker there. Get a sticker. Put it there. <laughs> Job done. So these stickers cost around Nike about hoodie. 10 pence each. And I was actually amazed by how many people actually want a sticker. Like I thought I would have been saddled with all these stickers for ages, but I've had people messaging saying, the, Can you send me a sticker? The very, the very popular these days because everybody's just so much traveling. So you stick a sticker on your laptop and you go around the world, don't you? It doesn't sit on your desk at all, like mine. That's what I've done. It's on my laptop. <laughs> no one's ever going to see it. I'll be honest with you, I think that's a bit kind of left in the 90s, putting stickers on your laptop. Oh, yeah, because laptops were massive in the 90s, weren't they? <laughs> Well, even now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got me on a kind of time lapse <laughs> there. <laughs> Is All that right, my 80s way? then, okay. <laughs> so, 
what's your what's your new monitors like then, Christian? Oh, that's just they're, um, really rubbish. The rectangle. <laughs> what the fuck can I say? This is such a boring topic to cover. Well, Dan started it. I just want you to know how you're getting on with your flipping monitors, guys. Bloody Nobody hell. gives a fuck. Well, you know what? I love mine. Right. They are by far the best things I've bought this year for my setup, I must admit. And you've done your entire office out this year? I have. Well, so- not all of my offers. I've still got a few things I need to... Uh, to procure that I haven't got around to yet. Like a desk carpet, just sat on the corner in your underpants and you <laughs> top your two screens. Oh, these screens are a fucking champion. <laughs> I might actually do with the, uh, the podcast in my kegs one day. Yeah. I bet you use that mic as a chair, don't you? As long as it's live. As long as it's doing it live, Ryan, in your pants. Maybe we should do another podathon with the WLA, and then you can add the uniform in this this time instead of shirt and tie, it would just be pants. Because yeah. Chris, Christian drew us a picture of his body, and he has been working he's out. Ripped. He's like an Adonis. He's ripped. Honestly, he's got eighteen abs. No, <laughs> and weirdly massive biceps <laughs> the top, uh, no. tops of his arms you, you, you never you never skip arms the shoulders have got biceps on top yeah. of biceps on top of biceps <laughs> love it I can't help it I'm a machine <laughs> they call me the beast of they call West you the Yorkshire. beast yeah walking around alleys at night time did you guys have you guys seen the um, leaks that are coming out about all the new Apple kit because obviously, like the the recent Apple announcement was a bit kind of um, yeah underwhelming, like you know n- new iPads, whatever different charging that's, parts. That's nice. What's Apple? Yeah. What's Apple? What's, what's <laughs> Apple? What are you talking about? I'm. T- I want to talk about things I want to talk about. Alan, come on. <laughs> right. So, but what they haven't announced yet, which apparently they are announcing. Our new headphones. Now, I, Alan, I think you'll like these. So the headphones. I won't. No, I won't. You will, no, you will. Go on. No, you no, will. You will like them. The headphones, right? This is this is one of these like classically over-engineered things because it's not a problem right now if you put headphones on and then you realize they're on back to front and you turn them around. Never been a problem for anyone, right? You put them on, you go, oh, they feel a bit weird. I'll turn them around so the left's on the left-hand side, the right's on the right-hand side. The new... <laughs> exactly, right? So the new the new Apple ones, they've got ultra-wideband in them so that it will just put the left channel to your left ear and the right channel to your right ear so you can wear them whatever way you want. And it will just... What if you, don't know, what if you don't, don't know the difference between left and right? My exactly. daughter's Apple. You should put them on and they'll swap around. <laughs> What if, you've got, what if you've only got one ear? How does it know which one's your left and which one's your right? <laughs> you, you need mono then, that's all. What? <laughs> mono what? <laughs> no stereo sound. Yeah. <laughs> Not listening to the Beatles, yeah. you just hear a ring going back and forth. It's interesting to know how many people do have one ear that have headphones. So if anybody's listening out there with one ear, um, let us know how it works. You can even yeah, tell us how uh, it balances as well. So I'm actually trying to talk about ultra wideband here, guys. <laughs> right. 
because I think that's an interesting use case, but it does feel like they've gone, hey, yeah. how else can we use ultra wideband? Let's make Why up would a I reason. Want these? That... Why would I you, want these? Though? You think that that is a good use case for ultra wideband for no, people no, who didn't... don't know their left and right? No. Headphones can way. go on either way. I don't understand it. <laughs> Nobody. It's... Like well, no, because if you're watching a film, Christian, if you're watching way. a film and a car drives from right to left, but you hear yeah. it from left to right, that doesn't <laughs> work, does it? He just thinks it's he's in a business. Depends. Depends what country you're watching it in. If you're in America, left to right is the right way, isn't it? If you're in the UK, right to right to left is okay as well. No. <laughs> what do you guys want to talk about then? Fuck it. <laughs> Have you heard Apple have just brought out some uh, <laughs> There's awesome headphones. headphones. So, yeah, they're gonna come out and, uh, yeah, they tell you which way's front and which way's backwards. So you know sometimes when you walk into walls backwards and stuff like that, they'll go. <laughs> Do you know what? Christian, Christian, guess what else? They can play music. No, 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 they can't. You've got to buy the Pro Edition, <laughs> which is yeah. £400 more for it to play. <laughs> yeah. And it's got a proprietary, a proprietary, I can't even say the word. It's got a special <laughs> port, hasn't it? You know, you can't plug it into your MacBook because that doesn't work on Jack. It, it actually uses USB C. USB C. Uh, yeah. All right. So I can't use it with my iPhone unless I use Bluetooth. Yeah. Well, yeah, you just use Bluetooth, mate. Yeah. And I've got to buy the right iPhone, the right iPad because some of them are Lightning and some of them are Bluetooth. And, no, all they've the all got Bluetooth, mate. All the iPads have got Bluetooth. Whatever, you know what I mean? That's, that's the other thing they did. When they, when they brought out the new iPads, one of them had a lightning adapter and the other one had USB-C, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Why did they yeah, call so it a lightning the, the adapter? The iPad Air is USB-C now. Fast. Was it, was it, was it like lightning, Fast. was it? Yeah. Frightening. I don't know why they called it lightning, actually, because it well, wasn't. They had, thund- after, they had was Thunderbolt and stuff, didn't they? Yeah. They use that. Yeah, maybe that's why it was. Al, how are you getting on with your virus-ridden Android phone? Oh, I broke it. I um, I cracked the screen. Ask me how I cracked the screen, because it's really cool. Al, how did nah. you crack the screen? <laughs> 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 I, did it. I, did, I did it while I was flying. Flying? Yeah. Flying. Oh, here, here he is! Like, he's such a tease, isn't he? He's, he's, he's just all foreplay with Alan. One of those really good cardboard boxes. <laughs> I was on, and your daughter goes, "Get in here! It's like an airplane." That's that's how I travel these days. No, right? Come on, Alan. Where are we flying? So, so where I live, um, I live in a nice, nice posh place in Cheltenham, and there's an airport next to me. Um, so my neighbour is a pilot, and he asked me, "Hey, do you want to come fly?" Pirate. A pirate. Yeah, he went. No, that's where I live. He got confused. We talked about people with one ear, and he uh, he got confused and started talking about a bloke with one leg. (laughs) Normally, the people with one eye pirates. (laughs) Let's be honest. Anyway, my neighbour took me out flying. He's a pilot and uh, part of a a, a flying club. Said, "Do you want to come out?" Did he take you to uh, like the Virgin Islands? What plane has he got? Ah, so so. So here's the thing, right? He's a pilot for the guys who um, own Superdry, the clothing brand. So he, he showed me their private Learjet. Type. Well, it's not really a Learjet. It's called something, but I called it a Learjet because that's the only jet I know. Anyway, we were like, oh, we're going out in this. Flash, it's like Tesla. And he was like, no, 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 we're going out in this thing. And it basically looked like a Ford Capri. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's it'd, be like a, it'd be like a little Cessna or something like that. It was, Cessna, it was yeah, a pipe. Yeah. It was a piper. No, it was a piper. So do you know the pipers? Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. This was this was this was a piper that's 1974. Uh, dials. Um, and he was doing the old 
tapping them make sure they work kind of thing and i don't know if it was because you knew i was a nervous passenger just, and i'm not a fan of flying he's just fucking he didn't you. do any tech he didn't do any checklists or anything like that going oh, i forgot what it is i'll just have to wing it as i get there so i'm like no, dude you're not helping me here he, he gave me the controls and said do you want to have a go on it i went okay fine so i grabbed hold of the uh the steering wheel and uh the first thing i did did you go left or right if i had some apple headphones i'd be able to tell yeah. <laughs> what do you actually call it? The yolk. steering wheel, is it? The what? The yoke. The yoke. The what? All right, so I, I, I grabbed yolk. his yoke. <laughs> the yak. And, and the first thing I did is we dropped almost five, not 500 feet, about two, about 200 feet. We dropped that quickly. It was because I, you just literally just touch it just slightly forward and we dropped and he was like, oh shit, you know, everyone does it apparently. Whenever they get hold of the controls, they their instinct is to try and they just push it forward so everyone drops and that's exactly what that's, i did that's why kamikaze pilots were so popular they just stuck a jacket <laughs> in yeah i once flew a plane my uh, wife bought it as a birthday present um and booked it the day after my birthday it was like when i was 19 or something like that and it was the most hungover i've ever been and there's a video <laughs> of it there's like a picture of me and I'm, I'm like white as a ghost because like i thought i was gonna throw up and it was like flying in plane and go oh, up and down up and down and then he goes, oh, you take over. So I grabbed all the, what, the yuck, whatever it's called. I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, he got his phone out. I went, what are you doing? You can't do that. He goes, oh, no, it's just a myth. I went, all right, okay. And apparently you can just do what you want with your phone. No one cares. Of course you can. It's the same as getting your phone out in a petrol station. Like, mm-hmm. There's no actual reason why getting uh, your phone in a petrol, out in a petrol station. station. Yeah, no, there is. Oh. Mythbusters, it's the static electricity between you yeah. getting your phone and stuff causes a spark and you set on fire and run around. But it was yeah, nothing like the petrol station. I was in the fucking clouds. I was in the air, flying. <laughs> Do you know what I found really interesting about the whole experience was that it was just so, I guess, chilled. When you're kind of in a flying club, it literally is swipe to get in, then there's the aeroplane. And we pulled the aeroplane out of the hangar um, using this pulley pulled it out, started it up, drove it to a petrol pump, put some fuel in it, and then you just queued up and you just talk gibberish to, you know, air traffic control, clear to takeoff, thank you, all that kind of stuff, and that's it. That's pretty much it. And I could have been anybody. I wasn't. I was obviously Alan Blake, but the point of it is that it was like, you can go off. I took a notification there, Al. You can literally just... Rock up, and 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 the irony was we flew directly over GCHQ as yeah, well. Yeah, but you're Alan Blake. Yeah, they were aware. Alan, Alan, waving Probably won't do it again. Um, I don't. I don't want to join the Mile High Club personally. So, <laughs> do you like? Did you say it was a bloke that took you out, and you didn't want to join the Mile it, it wasn't the bloke, it was a flying that put him off. <laughs> <laughs> he was all up for it before they started. Yeah, 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 it was a badger, it was. There's not a lot Is that the joystick, a... though? <laughs> no, it's the cockpit. <laughs> oh, uh, technical episode, this. Love it. Um, <laughs> but I do. Go on. Did you. Did you see Ring and Amazon, and then you release today? Today, I think it was. As we oh, that drone. Yeah, <laughs> did the top of flying. Top of flying. They've released um, 
as part of their camera range, a flying, obviously a drone. So what it does is it sits in a pod all day. And then when you leave the house, if it detects an event, it pops out of the pod and flies around to find it. What's this? The Amazon drone. Uh, Ring drone, sorry. Oh, Ring drone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put the put the link in. What kind of event does it detect to make it kind of come out of its little kind of cubby hole and go? It flies it, uh, inside the house. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's limited to one floor only. So in Alan's mansion in um, Cheltenham, it probably would only do the the ground floor where the cleaners live. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't do the West Wing. <laughs> so Amazon have obviously been developing this product for a while and have chose the middle of a pandemic when you know ninety percent of people are at home. Everyone's indoors. To, <laughs> to release a drone that flies around your house if someone breaks I in. I don't. I don't understand why. It uses ultra wideband. Dan, I don't know <laughs> which way to go. Well, the, but what I, don't, I was thinking is... Why, why do you want a flying camera? I don't understand. Well, it's, 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 it's ultra flight band. That's what it is. It, ah. It's marketed to help protect pets at home. But to be honest, right, if I had that what? flying around... If I had that flying around in my kip, right, the dog would just be literally running around the house I'll trying to catch it. it. But... Yeah, like it, it, the battery would run out in probably like thirty minutes or so, and I, I would just imagine, find the drone imagine... dead, chewed on the floor. Right. So imagine a cat with it. The cat's just gonna go paw out the way, fuck off. And imagine it following my tortoises around. Well, it'd just be just be hovering, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> Until you I, got move. I still, I still don't understand what it is. Like, why do you want a flying camera in your house? Is it just so you don't Dan, have to? Dan, have... you're asking you're asking the wrong question. Why wouldn't you want the flying camera? It's like you know, in the video games and stuff that you guys play, and you're playing Grand Theft Auto, and there's a camera behind him. It's just that. So what's Grand Theft? I don't Theft understand. <laughs> I will read out. It says it's difficult to imagine why Amazon thinks anyone wants flying internet cameras linked to data gathering company in the privacy of their own home. Yeah. It's also important to acknowledge the influence that Amazon product development is having on communities and the growing surveillance market. And it basically says when the yeah, home cam, when the home cam is triggered by a suspected break-in, owners will get a smartphone alert to see the live footage, and the drone will spin around. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be good. It'd be good. In... Going? <laughs> I'm going to drone. I'm going to drone. I've got to be honest, right? Burglars around my end would say. Fucking hell, look at that, he's got a drone, we'll twop that as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but to what? be fair, it, it would be good in like an office environment instead of hiring a security guard to do rounds every day. You've got to catch, got a... catch the drone though, haven't you? That's not a game. Catch the pigeon. <laughs> but imagine you're just that? sat at home and you're you know trying I mean? to chill out in an evening. Fucking drone takes off. What, because, what because Apple's, killed, Apple's killed the uh, app on your phone, so it doesn't think you're at home anymore. I keep having <laughs> bit, my blind cameras bit, when bit. The, the app expires or whatever, and it just films for me. I'm just like, oh, shit. Well, but it's like, controlled by Alexa as well, isn't it? Alexa, fly the drone. Alexa, what's my that. wife doing? Go and spy on her. <laughs> Which, wife number six, what's she doing? Go and spy on her. Go to the go to the East Wing and find... To be honest with you, if it's anything like my robot Hoover, it just sits there like, Bumping into walls all day and crashing. It'd just be, it'd be just like upstairs, just like ding, ding, 
doing right. anything. So my next question is, how does the drone know that someone's broken in? Because you get home. sensors. So Ring do a complete security package. But what's wrong with just having an alarm? And it coming no, through to not... your phone from the cameras you've got that are just plugged no, in? No, because the, the cameras, some people don't only have cameras covering the externals, where Ring do contact sensors on windows and things. Yeah, but to get inside, you've got to be outside first. So you've gone past yeah, the exactly. camera outside. You've <laughs> exactly. broken through the window. I, I <laughs> oh, I've got a blind spot. <laughs> I genuinely wonder, like, when, when the person who came, <laughs> hey, I've got this great idea. We're going to do an indoor flying drone camera. Like, how did that person not just get laughed out the room? To be fair, it's going to be 192 quid, which for a drone is quite cheap. Especially it's, one that's internet connected. It's, so. it's, it's puntable <laughs> money, isn't it? It's like 192 quid. To be fair. Oh, it's not small. I'd get one. Have you seen the size of it? Just they carry an AP or a sidekick. Should I so no, I've already tried stuff. Trying <laughs> yeah, to bring but... this podcast back around to relevant content for our listeners. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't understand this at all. Alexa. Right. I thought you would have been a prime candidate for one of these. I thought you and would you have just, like six oh, of these. I mean, don't get me wrong. You just I'm told us about the most pointless feature in a product in the world, and you, even you're slating <laughs> this off. Oh, no, I'll, I'll get one. I'm going to get one for the office. Yeah, I'll probably get one as well. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> My kids will love it. Yeah. In fact, fantastic. That's cool. But I, I mean, I will get it just because why not? But I don't understand why. I don't understand it. No. Fine. Oh, wait, wait. You don't want to get one. I've just read the sentence. In addition, it's built to be loud. So it's really... That's what I was saying. That you can hear. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, what? <laughs> Basically, that, our future. product design team fucked up, right? It's really loud. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know when they obviously update, update the software on your phone to then upgrade the firmware of the devices? I can't wait to see the bug report where it is. Uh fixed bug where fans went on 24 hours a day <laughs> <laughs> yeah. middle of the night when you're asleep <laughs> somebody with a really shiny forehead and thinks it's like an open space it'll just keep bumping into them <laughs> 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 see a bug rip off and Dan Jones headbutted by a drone <laughs> I like the idea of drone surveys though just to kind of bring that back I like, I, like, I like the idea of drone surveys but <sighs> How would you get away with that yeah. in an office, though? You couldn't... Exactly. No, Who surveys time? an office? Who surveys an office? Just do a predictive yeah, model. Just do it outside. <laughs> but I thought you said you didn't it, like it, the word survey. No, that was Keith. Well, was it? I Alan it. only uses it when he talks about that predictive was Keith, that surveys. Was Keith, that was Keith's opinion piece. <laughs> <laughs> so Keith's been anyway. doing quite a lot of videos, haven't they, recently, Alan? Do you, want to, uh, uh, you mentioned that you've been watching a few of them. Do you want to give it a, an opinion? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think he's uh, doing his usual... Um, how do I say this? I think he's doing his usual absolutes on this must be the way to do it. But it's kind of... It's always... it's It depends is what I'm trying to say. But um, one of the things I will say that he really did really well was his um modulation video where he kind of drew it all out about oh that was brilliant some modulation yeah, yeah. and the evm and all that stuff that for me was phenomenal and that's why i'd rather keith do but keith wants to do what he wants to do and 
you know, he's got a green screen as well. So he's kind of doing all these uh, vlogs and stuff like this. And that's kind of cool. And uh, look, you know, let, you know, each to their own at the end of the day. But for me, um, it's an opinion piece. That's all I say. <laughs> so, well, have you got, got, have you guys been watching it? Have you been following? Have you been nah. watching his videos no. and stuff? No. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> is, is, uh, I, I haven't had enough time to bite my ass, never mind anything else. I quite like what you did, you Chris, me. where you've taken that white paper and you've paid for a printers to actually print it into a book. Yeah. And you have to quid. do that, though. Yeah. Well, I know you can do it, but legally, <laughs> can you I do did it? I've got it. I've got it next to me. Can you see it? <laughs> are, you, are you allowed to do that, though? I'm not selling it. What's yeah, the difference between my question. But, but what's think... the difference between me printing it and exactly. somebody else printing it for me? It's for my I consumption. Think if you, I think if you were printing it and then selling it to people, that's when there'd be a problem. Or if, if I like illegally yourself. If I illegally downloaded Harry Potter and got him in on like an A4 sheet and printed him off and sold it, that'd be illegal. But I'm not, it's for my own consumption. It's is it mean, a we're talking about you here. You're the world's biggest piggy. You're, you're, you're I, don't, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think he's the world's second biggest pikey. <laughs> Thank you. Behind Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, that's an insult. That that I mean, you know, I can be tight in some areas, but Christ, that is an insult. <laughs> Ryan, don't forget. The what majority... areas are they, Ryan? <laughs> don't forget, though, Ryan, a lot, a lot of people are from outside of this country and they don't recognise a Geordie accent, but it doesn't sound quite, you know, quintessentially British. So they probably do think you're from somewhere west of England and Wales. What? <laughs> I've never been so insulted in my life. <laughs> well, Ryan's Scottish, we know that. Just, just, just ten minutes. He's closer. Ten to minutes Scotland. up the M1. Yeah, he's closer M1's to Scotland than he is England. Yeah, but we get. Well, he is, and, and for uh... American listeners, Scotland is just what an hour north of London. It's about an hour and a half, isn't it? About an hour yeah, and a half. Quite a couple of years ago, we built this massive wall across the country. To, uh, to was a few thousand years ago. Well, we didn't. The Romans did. And, it, and but... to be fair, it was a shit wall. Italians. <laughs> Italians. Yeah, Italians. Italians. It's shit. Latinos. It's crumbling now. It's crumbling. It's, it's hardly yeah, there anymore. It's, it's only about oh two God. foot high. I know. I don't understand the fiber to stop. It's two foot <laughs> high, but it stops me from getting over it. Got <laughs> the Chinese builders in there. Not to build a wall. I'm not hiring the Romans again to build a wall. Are you? Oh, how did we get here? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know understand how we do this, to be honest. <laughs> we need an agenda. Alan, um, I've got a question for you. Because you've God. you've done stuff with IB Wave before, haven't you? I have. Stuff. You have you, you, you have. You have. Alan prefers okay. it to Ekahal, he said. So they've they've got two new things, haven't they, IB Wave? They've got Zigbee and they've got their AR stuff. Yeah. Tell us. They do. Well, there's nothing you don't know about it. Let's be honest. I've not used it. Here's the thing, right? I think I'll go on record and say this because I've said this before. IB Wave as a design tool is the best on the market. Period. Mm -hmm. It kicks Echohow's ass. Echohow cannot compete from a design perspective. Yeah. Predictive modeling. I'm talking about here. I've 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 been using IB Wave to do some designs in, and it is incredible. Uh, Really, really good. 
And so what they've introduced is the Zigbee radios as well and how it propagates in predictive model, which is great mm -hmm. because IoT, industrial wireless is, you know, it, it's coming to the forefront of our thinking because it's technology that needs to be addressed. It's quite popular. Um, they, we talked about this previously, haven't we? So have they just added CBRS or have they always had CBRS? Oh, good question. Coming? I don't know the answer, but I think CBRS is just a frequency though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't available previously. So with IB Wave, the history has always been with cellular technology. So they've been dealing with frequencies that are whatever the, set the telcos mm -hmm. use. Um, and they've been quite anal about it. So it's not just about free space path loss. It's actually mm -hmm. about everything such as they you do know, reflection, refractions, refractions yeah. and, and everything. So, and, and also tracing. it's, well, ray tracing again is just a, um, how, a how they come to the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, ray, ray tracing is just a kind of cosmetic feature in, in, in a way that shows you how the propagation is live as you move. Uh, an yeah, 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 that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but the, the, it's the empirical measurements that they actually do where they use just basically a single kind of wave measurement and, and a single frequency, sorry, to actually kind of, measure just exactly how that frequency would propagate in a specific environment with specific materials and that's what they've recorded mm -hmm. and because that's been going on for a, a long time and this is what i learned when i was working with ib wave briefly um to do some of their workshops and everything else a few years ago and that's how kind of rigorous and deep into the weeds that they they go which is why their design tool is just phenomenally good they've obviously transitioned into wi-fi a few years ago because the telcos were doing uh, data off uh, offloads onto the Wi-Fi infrastructure and they were actually needed to understand more about the Wi-Fi technology. So they were offering mm -hmm. that service for their telco companies to say, well, they use their product for, you know, LTE designs and DAS designs, and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to do the same thing for Wi-Fi. And that's how they've transitioned into kind of our market and how they come onto the scene. Um, so they do a hell of a lot more research and do. development they do 3D, they don't just 3D, do 2D yeah. floor maps and stuff. They yeah. do 3D, they do elevation, yeah. they do... Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. And, it's, yeah, yeah. And, it's, so and it actually, how does if, it... You, if you enable it, it, you can actually see from a 2D map in Echohau, which mm -hmm. just shows you a kind of bird's eye view of an access point and how it propagates signal based on free space path loss effectively mm -hmm. is all it can do. Whereas if you put that in three-dimensional and you can actually kind of almost traverse the room that you're in and go down escalators and all sorts of stuff you can see then just how much signal propagation uh, or signal strength drops and how far it propagates and how far it doesn't and actually gives you a better perspective about how good your design is and whether you need to consider you know the areas that are kind of slightly below um floor level or go down to a, a different ground and, and it, you know how they propagate through floors as well is is, is quite crucial and it's just far more yeah you know depth. the thing is just I phenomenal the thing that I really liked, and again, this is coming from more of a full stack environment that, that I would normally work in. I like the fact that in the design tool, you can do things like your cable trays. You can do things like you can set up your racks so you can say, right, okay, these are all the APs I've got. Great. I, you know, I figured out the design of where my APs are going, but now I can actually go, right, what are these APs plugging into? So I can put in the exact switch. I can put each cable into each port so I can plan out how that rack is going to look. And then I can send that to an engineer and be like, this is where you have yeah. to plug everything in and make sure you do it properly. You know, like, so it's it's going 
beyond just the RF and the design of the RF. Like that's great. That's that's and that stuff's really really good in IB Wave. But it's also taking the whole piece into in the whole design into consideration as well, which I thought was really good. Yeah. And they had See, to do that to differentiate good. themselves from what's already there with their magnet yeah. and, and Echohout, I think. And they and they thought a little bit deeper. They thought outside the box. What does you know network engineering? Sorry, Wi-Fi engineering isn't just about RF. It isn't just yeah. about layer two. There's you know a lot of crossover. A lot of engineers have to plug into switches. And typically, some of these engineers who do Wi-Fi designs also do you know networking as well. And they need to understand that where I place an AP, where does that cable run from the AP to the nearest yeah. comms rack to the nearest switch? And if you're doing mm-hmm. huge venues where they're the, the, I guess the, the lay of the land is quite vast, then that's quite important because then it helps build a bigger Massively. picture for the, a greater, bigger, uh, a greater viewpoint of the bill of materials, because then you're talking yeah. about, you know, if my cable, if I know where my cable run goes, then it helps me to produce the reporting that gives it to a cable installer that doesn't allow them to decide. And then we end up with an unknown where I've only just got one piece of the puzzle, which is the Wi-Fi. Then the mm-hmm. program or project manager then has to kind of say, well, I need to speak to somebody else to tell me, well, where does my cable go based upon the RF design? And I think they just thought differently because maybe they've run into those situations where RF engineers in the telco industry pretty much do that as well. Mm-hmm. So they, they they thought outside the box and i think it was clever and what you're seeing is everyone else adopting that so echo how also now do that as well ar you mentioned as well you know the 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 augmented reality kind of stuff um which i think is cool um i'm really not quite cool. convinced on it i think it's gimmicky, gimmicky. Mm-hmm. definitely but i think it's got a lot of merit i, I think it could be something that's got potential yeah to i, th- kind of I think it is I think it is gimmicky, but in the same way that we're talking about, you know, being able to just hand something off to an installer who's not an engineer, you know, they might not know anything about because it's, they're an electrician. They're not a network engineer. Do you know what I mean? Being able to hand off something like that, where you can say, look, worst comes to worst, just load up, like click this button and it will load up what the rack will look like in augmented reality you can see where everything should be plugged in, make sure that it lines up with what you have actually plugged in. It just anything like that, where it means there's going to be less error, I think is yep. really useful. And also it takes away the burden of the person taking photos and having yep. to input and upload that information. If it's created within the actual software itself, mm-hmm. then it, it can be more it could be i guess more accurate because then you can actually interact with it you know you take a picture it's like well how detailed is that that picture yeah or you know what if we remove this or do we have as much you in this rack as we need to be able to insert an additional switch or a patch panel or or whatever with the fact Mm -hmm. of augmented reality you can actually try and actually almost interact with it Mm -hmm. and i think it just gives you so much more and i think that's the right way to go about it so kudos to the guys at ivy way for thinking yeah. that far i guess advanced it's great it really is yeah 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 i i've got i've got to say i i've been really impressed with trialing it out and testing it and doing some designs in it i've been yeah very 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 impressed the only criticism i have for them is that i think they're gooey to me oh, is yeah it's dated. hello 
Hello 1997. <laughs> That's the only criticism I have compared to other platforms yeah. that we've been working with. I think it could do with a good bit of a revamp. Um, be less Microsoft Office. They all could. If we're honest, they all could. They're all awful. Echohaus GUI is awful. No, I disagree. I think Echohaus Echo GUI it's is the, the best in the market because it, it's the simplest. It's simplest. But here's the here's the killer question, right? I've always asked is difference between Ivy Wave and Echohau is Echohau is easy peasy. Anybody can do it, yeah. lemon squeezy, right? Mm-hmm. It's intuitive. It's not overly complicated. Whereas Ivy Wave, maybe they add in that Very little bit of yeah, yeah. expertise is required to drive this particular platform. Now, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? So you, you look you look at a bit of software like Final Cut on macOS or Logic in macOS. Those programs are so powerful. If you wanted, to, if you wanted to produce a Hollywood film, you could do it in Final Cut Pro, right? But, but how long would it take you to learn how to navigate? That no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That but if product. you, but if you open up Final Cut Pro as someone who's never used a a, pro, a professional level video editor, you've only used something like movie maker or garage um not garage band uh what's it called iMovie Camtasia yeah wherever right you've only used a very basic one you can use it as a basic editor you can you can do drag and drop you can do very simple things very easily but it also has because of the way they've laid out their menu system everything's hidden everything's contextualized until you need it so so when you go into something you can do the simple stuff and make something quick and easy in 10 minutes but you can also spend three hours on that 10 second clip because you've got all that stuff if you want it but it's hidden behind menu systems where and you're right the problem with ib wave is that everything's there straight away you click on something you've got a thousand options in front of you and you don't know where to start and like so you know i had to go through all their training videos just to figure out how i could place an ap properly but and and you're right with echo how it's the other way around where it's it's very simple it's very quick very easy what i'm saying is echo how is the best on the market but it doesn't mean that that's the gold standard like the gold standard would be a final cut or a or a logic where it it is simple you can do simple things but if you want that extra stuff you can find it behind contextualized menus interesting but that's up to the developers then i guess to of course is think that way but how much it requires them to invest money in investment is it for ib wave and how i think i I guess it's a toss up between the business model and how much money they want to throw at this. I think with Ivy yeah, Wave, yeah. I think they kind of raised the bar a little bit that you need to have a little bit more kind of understanding of their GUI or maybe a little bit more um, understanding of Wi Fi as well, technologies yeah. to understand how it kind of works versus and- with Echo, how it can literally just be a cable monkey can yeah. be told how to run the GUI, click here, here, here. And then away they go with their survey and, and then that's it, done and dusted. That's how simple and useful Echohau is. And, and I think Echohau wins that battle time oh, and absolutely. time again because of yeah, that yeah, simplicity yeah. versus it being with IB Wave, which is a little bit more involved. IB Wave are in the best position 
because they have all the functionality. What they need to do now is go and go and pay good Great money sidekick. for <laughs> pay yeah pay good money for a decent UX UI team that can take all of that functionality but make it easy to use. Now I, I'm a bit of a UX UI geek because I mean that's literally what I did as one of my degrees. I did interaction design, so. I, I, it might only be me that cares about this, but there is a there is a real balance you can have between functionality and ease of use, and and that's why I love Apple. That's why I love Apple stuff because you do get that. You open up the Apple's uh, the Photos app on an Apple machine, it looks like a really simple. It's just your photos thing. If you go into it through the contextual menus, this so, it's so powerful. It's, it's almost as good as Photoshop in terms of being able to take photos and manipulate photos, apply filters to photos, pull out you know stuff that you need from photos. That's why Apple got rid of Aperture because they didn't need to have a professional photo editing application anymore because it's built into the free thing that you get in the OS. And I think like it's a shame IB Wave are so far ahead in terms of everything they've got, the functionality they've got. What they need to do now is make it easy to use. And if they did that, they would they would wipe the floor. They would. And then they also need to get good no. at surveying. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> right, I'm going to call it there, guys. I'm um, I'm knickknack paddy whacked. I need to give my wife give a dog a bath. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get my ass kicked if she ever listens to that. So instant regret.